All right, everybody. My name is Pale L. Poppy. We got the chosen one here. Yes, this is episode fifty six of the Top Tier Podcast. We got a lot of topics, man. Big week. What we starting with? Big week. We starting with John Morant now. A lot of our our, our viewers, John Wick. Our viewers, <laughs> talk to John Wick. John that Wick meme Grant. is gone. That meme is gone. Stupid. I know you. I know. I know y'all. I, if y'all know anything about this whole situation, you've definitely seen this meme. I think everybody's at this point seen this situation. I think people that aren't even NBA fans at this point know exactly what John John Morant. I almost called him John Wick again. Know exactly John what John Wick Morant is getting up to, bro. This is a sad situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. I mean, he's. Apparently, I saw an article that said that he's projected to lose over over hundred million dollars in the next in the coming years because of this controversy right here. Yeah, I think that the the conversation that I've seen the most people have been having is what's the penalty? What should be the punishment for this guy? Because for the people that don't follow NBA, they probably don't know that John Morant has already been suspended for the same exact incident. He was caught Instagram live recording himself, had a gun waving in the air. Got suspended for it, said that he was going to go to therapy, the whole gambit, do the PR stunt thing, make it seem like he's printing up his image and everything. And now he goes a month later, two months later, and does the same exact thing. This time, thing. his homie was recording. Right. So, And it's not like he was going to change. He, he just probably thought, well, duh, I shouldn't record myself anymore, but I'm still going to do it. This time it was the homie. And his homie, this time it was his homie. He really, I really think he probably learned some kind of lesson. He was like, well, I probably shouldn't act like an ass on the internet. But his homie, you don't know who's around you. You don't know who's going to start recording. Well, see, because you know, we can save on the punishment side for right now because we got into this. But I think that the homie was actually trying not to catch him with the gun on Instagram Live because it seems like he moved the camera away pretty quickly. Yeah, he probably saw him and was like, oh, fuck, I moved it. But you know, when you're a public figure like John Morant, the haters are going to be like, ooh, there's a gun. Well, Let me tell out. the NBA. They don't have to call it's, it out. I mean, they got him immediately. It's the internet. Of course they got him. You know, that, that was it. But One frame of him holding the gun. There you go. And it's just weird that this time he was trying. He's made the choice to actually put the shit in the video for the second time. Nigga, like, Rich is chilling, dancing, and listening to music in the car. What you need a gun for? Why are you bringing that out? Well, he did it on purpose. There's no reason It's to. like a choice. It's reckless. This way we're going to get into right. the, the self-sabotage element of it. What is this guy doing? Like, why does well, he feel like we- all of a sudden he needs to sabotage himself and get himself into even more trouble. It's almost like he doesn't want well, to be famous anymore. Yeah. Well, I think the cost of fame is probably what it is. Like when you're, when you're there, you have that much wealth because he's estimated to be over worth 200 million. Contract you that much fame, fat. you have that much, that much, exactly. Yeah. That much, you know, you're getting that much attention. You know, I'm not, I'm not in that position. I've never been in that position, but I can imagine it's a lot to think about. It's a lot. I, I don't know. These are, these are some fake videos, but I don't know why this week I've been watching a whole bunch of gold digger videos that are probably, I don't know. I just, it just popped up on my little shorts algorithm, a little TikTok shorts algorithm, mm-hmm. but I'm just watching it. I'm like, if, if this is real, how do you like, and you're famous too, you know, everywhere you go, someone's trying to get something from you. Always wouldn't on camera. Wouldn't you want to, wouldn't you mourn not having that anymore to a certain extent? It depends. Where your, your life is so altered that you have to live, you have to live within a box in every aspect of life, whether it's, for to appease the NBA or to find a partner, you don't know if they want you for you or they want you for your money and clout. Yeah. There's, there's so many factors yeah. to it. I mean, it depends because at the same time, like this dude is young. He's like our age. Might be a year younger than us, but he's our age. Yeah. The young 24-year-old dude just got to major stardom. Like he's beginning to become like a global brand. This dude has partnerships with Nike, partnerships with Powerade. Uh, the NBA is making him a poster boy. He's going to be like the next up-and-coming star, superstar of the NBA. So in a way, you could say like, damn, this all happened so quickly. 
I don't really want this. Now, let me, let me try to self-sabotage myself. But at the same time, like maybe it's just, maybe he wants it, but it's like an imposter syndrome thing where he doesn't see that he's deserving of that. So he's going to make sure that he stays at the level that he was before the fame. Could be that too. I see what you're saying. Because people that's deal a, with that all the point. time. You see all these like Disney Channel stars are the biggest ones, like the Lindsay Lohans and the Amanda Bynes and stuff like that. They go through these spells where they put themselves in the image. They kind of put themselves in the, in the media's eyes almost on purpose, doing asinine things, just ignorant, irresponsible things, almost in a way where it's like they're self-sabotaging themselves because they don't want that anymore. Take me off that pedestal. Miley Cyrus did right. that too for a little bit of time. That's a good point. Or like even just take a step back. But I think in John Moran's position, you can't really take a step back or you out the league. You know, an actor can take a break. An actor can stop doing roles and can kind of chill. But John Moran is either in your league or you're not. What do you and think the punishment he, should be? Um, I think the punishment probably should be he can't play maybe the first quarter of the next season or something. So like 20-some games? Because the first time they suspended games. him for eight games. Yeah, I think – or just was double reasonable, it, honestly. Sixteen games, like yeah, okay. Some people were saying that he should be suspended for like forty games. I, I like think now, I think, I think it's too far now because I can promise you, if you look into history of suspensions, people have probably done more and gotten less than forty games. Done more than this? Maybe I remember. I'm not the basketball guy. I would. You, I mean, you would know more than me. The only thing that I can see that was like, the only thing I can remember that was even close to this, because it's not like John Morant like committed a crime. He didn't. Exactly. Necessarily commit yeah, a crime. He didn't, commit a, he didn't commit a crime. He wasn't violent with the gun. You know, he didn't. He hasn't hurt anybody. I mean, maybe you could say he was brandishing a firearm, but I mean, what is? Maybe I'm not understanding what is. What exactly is brandishing a firearm? Because if he's in an open carry state, and you're just walking around with an AR, he's holding. He's, he's holding. That's that's brand, that's brandishing. But plenty of dudes walk around in open carry states with guns. They don't. They're not getting they're people not saying the they're brandishing either. a firearm. They're but not that's, in the but NBA he, going exactly. The they're not in the NBA. It's a private. It's a private company. The only so they thing, can do whatever they want to do. The only other thing that I can think of that was even close to somebody like getting committed—not uh, committed, but getting suspended for a long period of time for something that was against their contract—was when the malice in the palace happened, and they suspended them niggas almost the entirety of the rest of the season. Exactly, and they were defending themselves. I watched that whole documentary. Well, they were th- they were breaking. They were breaking shit. I, I, well, I well well okay. When the dude, th- if I got he threw that in the face, he with threw some that, water, that, bro. I'm not exactly. gonna go fight somebody. Nah, dude, he threw like a smoothie at him and he arced it. That dude should be in he the NBA. It. His damn self. <laughs> Steph Curry. Because in the clip, in the clip, Meta World Peace was like laying on the scorers table, just being an asshole. Like I'm not saying he wasn't being. He wasn't a being. A, he was. He and the dude just, the dude just arced, just arced that shit just perfectly. And he just went out and the, it just landed right the on the his worst face. Part about he went up to the wrong person, the wrong dude. That's the worst part about it too. And then he. He got other teammates involved and everything, but that's the only thing that I can see that's yeah. close to like something that was worthy of like a long term extent uh, uh, suspension. This, but I think it's just him. Metal World was the only one who should have got that. Everybody else was trying to fight for their lives to get out the stadium. Possibly. At least that's what I what I understood. They were breaking chairs. The chairs are bolted down. They shaking them so hard they broke the chairs off and start throwing them at them and at random people in the audience. Yeah, that's so very if it's dangerous. something like that where you have a dude that's actually out there just like hurting people committing violence, acts of violence. I can understand a lengthy suspension with this. The only reason why I would say if the NBA does decide to come out and suspend him for quarter of the season, half the season, maybe even the entirety of the season, the only reason why I would say that that's okay, that's justified, is because this is the second time that he's done this. This is a repeat offense. Think about if you're at any job, any workplace, and you have in a contract, yo, you can't do this, 
And you did it the first time. And they were like, all right, we're going to let you off a little warning. Maybe suspend you. You know, work without pay. Whatever. And then you do it again. They're going to fire ass. But in John Moran's case, he's lucky because this man is a valuable asset, bro. This nigga, like I said, he's supposed to be like the next up-and-coming star of the NBA. He's supposed to be the next yeah. face of the NBA. So Once LeBron leaves, he's probably going to be the next one. Him and Giannis. You know, and maybe power Luka. vacuum. And Jokic, power too. power vacuum. There's a lot of Who's people. going to step up and be the next LeBron? And that's the thing is that there's a lot of people. There's a lot of other dudes who could take your place, John Moran. So they're not going to let this little 24-year-old nigga just got in the league four years ago. We're not going to let you fuck with the money. Stop with that. We're going to get you out of here. John Moran better be careful because he's about to lose them M's. His entire yeah. life, like family's lives, friends' lives, homies' lives, the same niggas he's hanging out with, all them li- niggas' lives about to change if he keeps going like this. Yeah, I don't... Like, yeah, end of the day, you can say whatever you want to say. You can call me a coon. Damn. Whatever. What are you about to say? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, all I'm going to say is a lot of people are saying, well, if you, this is just, he's getting railroaded because he's a black man. Of course he is. To a certain extent, I believe, I can't prove it. But I'm saying at the end of the day, that's a private organization. They can tell him whatever they want to tell him. You're not supposed to be, if he's an employee. Everything is justified. We don't, you're, you're messing up the brand and he didn't listen. Like you said, that's all I got to say about yeah. it. Yeah, we can move on. I'm a, so yeah, what else? What else we got? What else we got? Want to talk about Izzy? So, uh, let's talk about Izzy. Let's talk about Izzy. Israel Adesanya, Adesanya. I always fuck up his name. Israel Adesanya is being sued by his ex girlfriend because she spent so long with him during the up during when he was coming up that she deserves half the cash in her eyes. Can you imagine dating somebody for a couple of years and all of a sudden she's she's acting like y'all have been married? Now maybe maybe he was promising. Maybe he has been promising her saying, baby, we don't have to get married on paper. Maybe she might have an argument Isn't this there. the rules, though? What do you mean? Isn't this the rules in some states that if you spend a long enough time with somebody, you're essentially married and you deserve half their cash? But it's, it's decades. There are certain there in some states where a case can be made if a, if a man and a woman have children, they live in a household, they're married in everything but the document. And it's provable. It's verifiable. They've been under the same roof for 20, 30 years. You can make the case that she's making, but not being some not, not like he's he's young. He's a young guy. Yeah, he's definitely in his twenties. I don't think we know. They how have long not been, been dating that long. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we know how long they've they, been together. But I don't even think ten years is enough to even say that. So I don't. I don't know how she's asking for half. But could you imagine the precedent that was sent that would send if she somehow? I don't think this is going to get thrown out. If not, it already has. But can you imagine the precedent that was sent? I think like that this how- could work in men's favor, actually. Why? Because I think that, well, I mean, we look at the statistics. They're saying that women are starting to make even more than men. At the lower end of the scale. Uh, so men better be careful. Men better be careful, I'm wonder. telling you. Because at, at, at a certain point, if men are no longer the bread earners, we're going to be trying to do the same exact thing that these women are doing. So we better be careful. Like um, that dude. Remember that dude? He went to prison. I think he was in high school. He was like a light-skinned black guy, but he had like blue eyes. And there's his mugshot came out. He got like a modeling contract. Right. And he was like dating this like older white woman. Yeah. Imagine he could just come out of the woodwork and be like, shit, we were dating for three years. Let me get, let me, where's my 50%? Hey, she was like very, very Some welcome. men are going to actually want to do that. That's what I'm saying. So the precedent you're talking about, we better be careful with this. Because if the precedent is going to be set that you can't just date somebody for a long period of time and get their cash, even though you contribute in a way, you know, because you, a relationship, you contribute in a relationship, bro. I mean, if you're going to stay in a long-term relationship for years, you could say, oh, you didn't help me. You didn't actually put in the work yourself. You could say you went in the ring with me, but I was there supporting you the entire time. That's the same case where they say with uh, married women. 
it's different because there's like a legality to it because you're signing an actual married uh, marriage document, sure. But if you're not married, I mean, you're performing the same duties. I think it should count. Uh, but dude, I mean, that's a dangerous precedent because you can imagine. That's what I'm saying. Friends and benefits situation. They could, it's and not friends rich. or benefits though. It's not friends or benefits. But, 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 but wait. You're dating. But, but, you're dating to marry. But you got to understand like, a marriage, y'all came together and agreed to have a contractual agreement that this is a thing. But this is just, we, anybody could just come out and say, I dated Elliot. He's a billionaire at 40. Yeah, we dated. We dated for such and such amount of time and blah, 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 blah. Here's pictures of us together. And we could have just been homies. No, this is following and this a is breakup. And there's a lot of it's pictures. different circumstances. This is following a breakup. But, this isn't years and years down the line. And you're right. It is following a breakup. But like. There's, there isn't, where's the contractual agreement? That's the only difference. But that's what I'm saying. That's what we're talking about the president. Like if the president's going to be set that you can't just date somebody for a long period of time, contribute to them, hold them down, you know, support them emotionally, support them physically. You coming home, you just got the fucking wind knocked out of you. You got your shit kicked in. You got bruises all over your body, broken bones. And I'm right there next to you in the hospital every single fight. I'm in, I'm in the stands. Like I'm supporting you this entire, in this entire way. You're the one that's getting the money. You telling me not to, not to work. Just chill. Just contribute to the home. I'm holding you down. And I did that for years. And now you're going to say that just because we didn't have a contract that I don't deserve that shit, at least some of it. I haven't even been working. I haven't even been building myself because I've been trying to build you. I'm just saying, I know I sound like I'm pandering right now, but I just think that it's an interesting case. I think that I have an interesting take on it. You could disagree, though. Okay. You disagree. I mean, I, I can't get behind that because people, I mean, you think people, you think men and women are getting fucked over right now through, you know, I'm mad people prenubs, prenubs, uh, hold on. I'm trying to, prenubs, they taking the prenup out at court and prenubs are just getting, man, fuck is that? This is, what is this? You guys signed an agreement and the, the judge just throws the shit out. What do you think is going to happen if the precedent is set for just a regular relationship? Anybody can claim the anything. same thing. Y'all could have just been fuck buddy friends and have a lot of pictures together like y'all were dating and she could just say, I held him down. Where's my half? There's okay. What? I mean, there, I think that you keep you keep going over the point that this is year long relationships. These are long term relationships, serious relationships. This isn't just fucking friends with benefits. But how do you verify that? Everybody could tell. You probably get witnesses. I don't know. I don't. I'm not in the my fucking marriage court and shit. I'm not a judge. I don't know. That's all I really got to say. Well, about Rock Nation the whole is thing. trying to get a contract so they can uh, put a casino in Times Square. I was thinking because if you, if you guys don't know, Jay Z is the owner of Rock Nation. Billionaire, by the way, one of the only black billionaires that we know of, at least in the United States, <clears throat> probably in the world, too. I'm thinking that this could be the start of black people getting their reparations. Follow me. We see what happened with the Native Americans. They get their plots of lands. They put some casinos down. They rich as fuck over there. Well, I mean, they have their own plots of land. They have their own sovereign nation they get control of. Until we get that, I don't know if I can say it. Black people are already on the wave of buying up some land, buying up some property. We get in property in these big... Sovereign land, though? It's not sovereign land. Yeah, we're not going to buy any sovereign land. It's not going to be specifically for us, right? It's like a micro-nation. It's like a nation within a nation they control. But, I mean, white people don't have any sovereign land either. They just be buying up plots of land. That's how they got their wealth. their sovereign land. Can say that short. You get what I'm trying, trying to say. I'm not talking know, about. I know, I know, I'm I not talking about. I'm not just talking about buying land and having a town. I'm talking about you literally have almost like a nation within a nation that has its own leaders, its own laws, 
its own police force. That's a whole different thing. It is. And, you know, that's why I was saying it's contractual uh, uh, obligations and stuff. Like, they don't have to let you have the land. I see what you're saying. But, so they could get in the way of it. I see what you're saying in a deeper sense of the uh, of what we're talking about. But, in the beginning, you know, if it is able to happen, it, things are publicized in a completely different way now. People are very aware of white supremacy. So I don't know if that's just going to fly. I don't know if that's just going to fly easily. There's going to be a lot of red tape that they're going to be able, they're going to have to, you know, cover a lot of ground. They're going to have to cover in order to be able to get, get that off. But if this were to be the case, you see Jay-Z doing this, he sets the precedent. He sets the blueprint of, Hey, go and buy yourself some land, set a casino on that bitch, get some fucking wealth, take these white people money. I'm just playing, <laughs> but other people could follow suit. Yeah. But I don't see it being the same thing as a billionaire capitalist dude. Just, you know, whoever, I mean, he's a black man, but, you know, it feels like, I mean, he has the money to do that, but I don't really see how that's, he's enriching himself. I don't really see how that's helping black folks. If you got the money to open a casino and, and the state allows you, you to do it, up by all doing the jobs. Is he known to do this at Rock Nation? I don't know. I don't know what the, the demographic of, of Rock Nation is. We can look that up. The, the employee, you know, employed, uh, what's it called? Demographic. I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's really cool, but, you know, Jay-Z be on some bullshit, man. Like, there is a Twitter he's a space. That. He's a very slash capitalist. And then he, and he's just weird. Like, you know, there was a, he, he, he invaded a Twitter. He invaded a uh, Twitter spaces and he was talking about, man, it wasn't until black folks got rich. All of a sudden people started inventing terms like capitalism. Yeah, that was like, an ignorant thing to say. Excuse me. But I don't think that Jay-Z is anti-black. What are you talking about? Jay-Z works with black people all the fucking time. He works with white people too, but he works with black people all the fucking time. Rock Nation is a black owned company. I mean, I understand that, but not everybody has our interests in mind. It's like very much like for those who have watched Snowfall, it's very much the Franklin Saint mindset. Franklin Saint was about getting a bag. He annihilated his community and could, give, could not give a fuck. You can set, you can set your people care. up and, and not care about them at the same exact time. And did not care. I'm sure that there's a lot of other groups of people, a lot of other communities that don't really give a fuck about the greatness of their communities, but they still put themselves in positions to help their communities. Like the, opio like the opioid crisis. Like, you think these big pharma, rich, white elite care about... Appalachia? Exactly. They, could give, they probably don't. They could give a could give a fuck. It's the same energy. It really is the same. It really is the same thing. Yeah, but with this, you're not harming people. I mean, you could say like you, you're introducing gambling. You can get people addicted to gambling or whatever. That's a whole other conversation. But people, that's a choice that someone's going to have to make. That's an individual choice. I'm just saying in terms of the blueprint. Hey, I'm a billionaire. I got money. This is a wave that you can get on. Catch the wave. We see that all the time. Uh, black uh, financial literacy is a huge wave right now. People are starting to get on that mindset. People are starting to understand ownership. This is one of those things that can set us up time and time again in the future. Yeah. When you frame it like that, I, I agree. That's all I I'm definitely saying. think I definitely think it's gonna probably move more digital. But I think it's a great first start because pro it'd be much easier to start a casino. You fall in that same wave as maybe you're not a billionaire, but maybe you're like a single you're a, you're a millionaire, like a single digit millionaire. You could invest in a a crypto casino and make a lot of money. Yeah. That's, that could be a lane and then eventually build up to the physical location. But I can see that. I mean, people are, willing to, people are willing to throw the money away. But do you think to some extent that might have a negative impact on the local community? I don't think the local a community casino? is a black community. It's better a than casino. a fucking liquor store. It's better, but fucking not fast by much. Fucking joint. I, I think it's better, but I think it's not by much. There's some tourism in there. You never I'm not hating. Bro. Get, it can get be like money. A, a, a casino, a large plot of casinos like a Vegas in Atlanta, you telling me that that's going to harm the black community more than it actually benefits the black community? Come on. I, I think it's, it's going to benefit if we're not the, the clientele, but we're getting the kickbacks. We're getting a lot of the tax money is coming to us. 
That's going to be, of course. It's like, you know, you don't get high on your own supply. And that, when I mean by your own, I mean your community should not be getting high on their own supply. But if other people are coming in and, and spending money. The tourism and everything. By all means. They got the tourism coming into New York Times. You got other people on, other black owners uh, on, not New York Times, I always say that, uh, on Times Square. You got other black owners on Times Square that have their own personal shops. They're setting up their own stores. You got the tourism coming around. They're spending all that money at black-owned shops. Come on. In Atlanta especially. Come on. Yeah. I feel like this no, is the way. Atlanta will go. I, I think know. it's the way. I just, I just don't. And I agree. I like I, don't get me wrong. About it. I might be, I'm not being cynical because I agree. Like, end of the day, I think it's cool. I think it's great. And I, I, I love seeing more black people own businesses. Love seeing people, black people getting entrepreneurship. Um, you know, I, I've seen some crazy. There's this. I was watching some like a Twitter, like a YouTube argument about a guy. He really believes that um, you need to take a financial literacy class to get reparations, and that his argument is that you're not owed that money. Like you, me, you, and I are not owed reparations as individuals. The community is owed reparations as a collective. So it's like if you're worried about other groups not get, getting their reparations with no questions asked, they haven't been through what we've been through. We have to make sure that people at least on some level is set up for success. And I thought about it and I agree with that when you frame it from that perspective. So that's what I'm saying is like, I think it's going to be more than just black entrepreneurship. There's a, there's a lot of work to be done collectively before we're all going to succeed. I don't think it's, I, I don't think black entrepreneurship is going to save us per se. I like to see it, but I think we got to get sovereign land. We got to have our own institutions. We have to control our own shit to really insulate ourselves as much as possible from the, from white supremacy. I think as much as possible. I think though. it's way, I think it's way more than, just black entrepreneurship. But I think we all have to do it ourselves and entrepreneurship it. is the way to do it. Um, Don't get me wrong. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very important. Let's get but to like, this next topic. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. No, you're good. Say. Let's get to this next topic. Billy McFarlane, you guys may recognize his name or not. I didn't. He was the man in charge of setting up Firefest. We all know about the debacle of Firefest. Defrauded Tons of investors out of millions of dollars setting up that fire fest work, work with Jaw Rule ended up getting sentenced to about six years in prison. <laughs> he's back. He is back and he says that he has new investments that's fully funded for a fire fest too. And also a Broadway show. But let's stick with this fire fest too shit. I feel like this is the number one if you haven't seen an example of it, this is the number one example of white privilege. How the fuck? Ezra Miller levels of coddling. How the fuck are you? A man who is a convict, a felon, and you're known, saying that, known scammer, and you're saying that you now have millions more dollars of investors from investors lying, to do I mean, another one. He could be lying. He could be like he could be trying to play a game where it's like, yeah, man, I got they already they already they love me. I already got millions of dollars, and people are like, well, damn, like, well, uh, if all these people are giving him money, maybe we should too. I, I I don't know if people are that dumb, but maybe I'm wrong. He could be lying. It's, he could be lying. It's possible. To try to, to, try to bait people into actually doing it. But then it. again, like, I wouldn't, dude, that's what I'm saying. The white supremacy, the white privilege goes deep. This is not the only example we can turn to. I don't have any more off the top of my head. This isn't the only example that we could turn to of people that have done wrong, who are able to still stay in their place of power and in their, their place of privilege in order to get other sources of income going. This isn't far from the truth. I wouldn't be surprised if fire, because I can see it, because a fire for a fire, if, if, if they were to actually, if it were to actually happen, Firefest 2, you know it would slam hard. Because people are probably thinking, if we, if we make sure it pops off, imagine the optics around that. Man goes to prison for six years after frauding people at a festival and comes out, comes out a, a multimillionaire off of 
finally doing it right. Like, could you imagine? I could imagine the media kind of trying to make this like a success story for him rather than the, <laughs> the American rather dream. than the fact that he's a scammer. The American, like, American dream. dream. Like, sometimes you fall, sometimes hard times happen, but he got back up and he did it right this time. Make a Broadway America. show about it. Actually, the Broadway <laughs> show thing, we can get to that. The Broadway show idea actually wasn't that bad. He said he was just going to bring a, bring a bunch of relevant superstars, a bunch of musicians, and just have them up there just singing songs. I actually don't think that's a bad idea. It's not going to be like a musical per se, like a Broadway musical. It would just be like a, a big ass concert for relevant artists. I actually don't think that's a bad idea. That can actually pop off. I would go attend that. That's like a that's like a festival. It's like Fire like Fest a, on Broadway. Like a more like a theater tiny desk kind of situation. Maybe you not a tiny saying? desk. This is on fucking Broadway. But like, how big is a Broadway? Maybe I've underestimated how big a Broadway theater is. It's a theater. Probably huge. I don't know. Fifteen thousand. Varying 10, sizes. Well, that's yeah, and then it would be a concert size. Yeah, because I've been in concert venues that only fit like three or four thousand. Um, I don't know. I would not be surprised if he did it. Do not. Be, I mean, I would not be surprised if somehow he got funding for a Firefest too, and it was amazing, and it took off, and now the man is on track to just making millions and millions a year after year after year after this, after having a legacy of being a scammer and a frauder. What else? We wouldn't got? surprise me. Um, the next the next topic we have is uh, Meghan Markle and her family are almost involved in a horrific car accident. That's what they're saying. That's that's uh, eerily reminiscent of uh, Princess Diana. That's what they out here saying. They said that they had a car chase in fucking New York City, bro. Stop. You can get that off on the LA freeways in New York City. That's a good point. I maybe I I don't know enough about how, what the traffic is like at night, but the city never sleeps. I don't. I can't imagine You're talking about Manhattan. You haven't. We we all seen the picture. I haven't been to. New York City, I haven't spent that much time in New York City, but we all see the pictures. That traffic is asinine. That traffic is ridiculous. Ain't no way you have yeah, a car yeah. chase in L.A. Every time I've been there, it's been absurd. They're trying to make I've it seem it. like this is like an O.J. Simpson car chase. Stop. You can't get that off in New York City. You had a little conspiracy theory. They probably saw some weird shit and probably were understandably are, are kind of pa- are paranoid about it. But I don't, I don't know if I believe it 100%, but you never know, though. I mean... They got they got his mom and Princess Diana's mom, right? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I don't know shit about I don't give a fuck about I'm the I'm pretty family. sure Princess Diana is his mom. Um that was murdered. Allegedly. That's we don't know that one hundred percent, but that that's the that's the consensus among many people have come to his mom was murdered and she was married to an Arab man. I'm pretty sure he's Egyptian, like Arab Egyptian man. Makes you wonder. You know, she did it outside the race and culture. They got got. What do you think is gonna happen? I mean it could it could happen again. That's that's the consensus. You know, we're we're putting the tinfoil hats on right now. But what do you think? I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, I don't know shit about the royal family. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> the conspiracy theory. You, you're, you're just calling cap on the fact that they that the chase. You ain't is having impossible. no car chase in New York City. L.A. at night, of course, that can happen. L.A. at night, freeways are empty. That probably that would probably be an amazing set for a crazy staging in a movie for like a crazy assassination hit. Four oh five at night, like three four in the morning. That shit would be horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Uh, so the last one of the last ones we have is uh, there's a, a lady on Twitter. She was responding to a comment that women are always following like basketball wives, like type women, like wives and baby mamas of, of basketball players and celebrities and, and idolizing them and following them. And she she was like, hold on, let's turn it around because we got too many. And you can play it. Let's play the clip. Yeah, I got then, the audio. Then, uh, that's that's hey, the best way like to explain it. made me laugh because y'all do the same thing just in a different form. Y'all idolize men who throw balls. Y'all can tell us how well them men throw balls. 
Y'all got they statistics. The statistics they got numbers, me, bro. That's what I died. They track record on how well, how long they been throwing them goddamn balls. Y'all watch them throw them balls three, four times a week. Y'all watch them throw them balls 17 different ways because, you know, there's 17 <laughs> different games of men throwing balls. They got balls. floaters. They got jumpers. Y'all know mm. all them men who throw balls' names, their history, what schools they been at throwing them <laughs> balls, what teams they what played for throwing them balls. Y'all wear them men's name on y'all back. That's what they you were numbers. saying. That shit is funny. Throwing them goddamn balls. Wearing another grown man's last name on your goddamn back. But when but when a lady is pretty and fly and her hair look nice and she kind of funny and she happen to have a baby by a rapper, bitches are weird for tapping in. Y'all are obsessed with men who throw balls. <laughs> I say that. It's not fair that women aren't allowed to uh, idolize rappers' baby mamas when we idolize sports players and NBA players. Uh, it is true. This felt like a personal shot, bro. At first, I was really trying hard. I was trying my best not to get personal with it because mm. this hurt me. This, this hit my core. It's, real. it's fact, especially the brown sexuals. Bro, I'd be really be watching basketball, like making it my life and shit. I'd be like studying this shit. I'd be talking to other niggas about it. Like, y'all see that game? Y'all y'all see? Oh, but we know the statistics and everything. People actually do Talking about who the greatest, the greatest man is. Who's the top five man? Top five, man. top 15. <laughs> who's the, who's dick the goat? Who's the All goat? day. <laughs> This is dick riding all day. <laughs> the shit, I don't understand though. The one point that got me in my feelings was when she said that we wear them names on our backs. What's wrong like with it, another man? What's wrong with that? That's not a little homophobic to me. Because that's like, it kind, you know what? It, lo- it probably is based in homophobia. That sounds not, a not little bit too homophobic for me. But it, it, it just, it's just like, damn, dude. Like, get you starstruck. Stop dick riding. At least that's probably what she's saying. Like, it's hypocrisy. Like, we can't get starstruck and, and follow other people on reality shows, but y'all follow men all day on NBA, which is, like, another, to me, basically a reality show, but it's like they're playing a game. Niggas do be acting silly, but <laughs> women also act silly. Like, she's talking about the baby mamas. That's that's silly. That's silly. You fanning a woman because she has a baby by another nigga? Like, Oh, I love Kashawn Rock because she's the baby mom. I, I never heard. I've never met a woman that's a fan of a baby mom. I didn't even know that was a thing. Nah, Basketball Wives is the ultimate. Oh, they do have that show, Basketball about. Wives. That is a thing. What is that show even about? I don't even watch. Pretty the sure show. it's literally about like the baby mamas and wives of basketball, basketball players. Basketball players. Just, like, that's hilarious. Hang out and like beat the shit out. And of it's each just other. like the Real Housewives, but. It's like a real, it's like the real housewives. They just ballers, bass, wives, ex wives, basketball, basketball players, and they be wives and girlfriends. They be fans of them and shit. Bro, that show, I don't know if it's still on, but that show was on for years. That show was on for years. I feel like That's they can like, get that when shit When I was off. a kid, I don't judge. a lot of the women in my family, they were watching that show. They were watching Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop they was were watching. Uh, they've been watching, I mean, they've been watching Real Housewives for so long. That shit has, has lore. Yeah. That shit, that shit has lore. They got four and five different shows. I'm gonna that start shit talking been on like for her. over 10 they years. got four and five different shows. I'm going to start talking like about like her. Remember when so-and-so was on the show and she had that baby mama? Now, that's how it all led to what's <laughs> happening in this season 10 years later. Literally. I'm just like, damn. Like, Literally. Y'all have, we have lore for reality shows now? Like, goddamn. Yeah, so that's she, standing. That dude messed with the wrong one because she got right in her pocket. She got in her bag with that shit. <laughs> Anything else? What else we got? Uh, the last thing, and I got I got my shit ready for this topic. People were for any for our crypto peeps who know anything about cold wallets and what a cold wallet is. I'll show you just one example of what a cold, a crypto cold wallet. The audio is. listeners like, can't see that. Oh yeah, well for the video listeners, you can see it. But anyway, 
So, and people who buy people who typically buy buy crypto, you're probably thinking, oh, I can just go on my app store, click on Coinbase, <laughs> and oh, I can buy some Bitcoin, or hey, I'm a I have a 401k, I can go to my Fidelity and buy crypto. Well, if if those exchanges go down and they go out of business, you're shit out of luck. Even on Fidelity, they do not have FDIC insurance for their crypto. Right. They tell you this when you try to buy it on Fidelity. Right. Something happened in Fidelity, you're shit out of luck on your crypto. So you typically want to use something called a crypto cold wallet. So you essentially are storing your crypto directly on the chain. And you have a 24-word passphrase that allows you to hold it. And you have a device that will hold the private key and allow you to interact with the blockchain. A bunch of mumbo jumbo. If you don't listen to crypto, just, just I would just skip the deep cuts. But anyway, um, there's a company who makes these hard makes these hardware wallets called Ledger. They're like the number one. I'm pretty sure they hold like 75% of like all everybody who does their own hold their own crypto, not on exchange. It's 75% of it. It's Ledger. That's how big their market share is. They announced this week that they're coming out with a new program called Ledger Recovery that allows you to send your private key. To, to uh, encrypt it to three separate entities that hold it. And if you lose it and you, and you pay, pay the 20 some bobs a month and you ever needed it, you could get access to your money. Cause if you lose that private key, you lose access to your money that I told you about that 24 passphrase. Well, people are everywhere and me included. Cause look, I have, you know, and well, me y'all too, can't me see too. it. And Nick too. I learned it from you. He exactly. <laughs> he has one. I have three. You know what I'm saying? Like I have, I have like one for just my bullshit in crypto casino and I have two that hold the same for like my big my big account. They said that the private key you can opt in and it leaves the device. Well, I'm like people are like, well, wait a minute. We bought these so the keys will never leave the device because you can also do the same thing without a hardware wallet. But every time you interact with a site, your private key gets exposed. So if you're dealing with a malicious entity, you're gonna lose all your money. Mm-hmm. So if private keys can leave the device. This shit is no more than a hot wallet. So why do we have a ledger in the first place? Basically, should the we throw internet, it in the trash is what I want to know. Should basically, I throw that shit in the trash? should we throw it in the trash? I think it's a little too early to say right now, but I think we should be don't. The only thing is the update hasn't come out yet. But people are wondering how long has this been in testing? Has this secretly been there the whole time? That's why they're calling it a back door. Because either way, even if you opt in or you don't opt in, there's a way for your keys to leave the device. And if somebody malicious gets gets control... Theoretically, can't they rob you? Yeah. That's why it's called a back door. It, it doesn't matter if you opt like in that, or not. That circumstance that happened, remember when those terrorists, I forget exactly what they did, but there was like these terrorists, they ended up in California and they had these iPhones that they were communicating on. And it was up to state legislature, or maybe it was in federal, for them to figure out whether or not they were going to be able to allow the government to see inside of their iPhones. Because people were saying, if you're going to do that with them, what's stopping you from doing that with any of us? Exactly. The government could say, hey, there's this guy. He's been doing sketchy shit on the blockchain. He's been going to Monero. Monero is like a privacy blockchain. He's been going back and forth to hide who he is. Well, we kind of we kind of can figure out where he goes. We need you to send us his private key. OK, cool. Boom, boom, boom. We can just force opt him in. Here's the key. Expose him. There's nothing stopping the government from doing that. Yeah, it's very easy. So, it's so been, at this point, what's been the consensus so far, the consensus is move to a different wallet. The next best one is called Trezor. It's like the next biggest one. But Trezor, Trezor has its own problems. There's a whole, I'm pretty sure there's a whole program coming out called CoinJoin, which has like KYC. It has know, know, your, own, know your customer software on it, which basically eliminates your privacy. It basically means the government will be aware of the key that you're transferring from. But I guess the biggest thing, the, I guess the biggest thing is if you're not a criminal, what's, what's the worry about? If you're not a criminal, why are you worried about know your customer? Mm. 
isn't what do you think? Do you think you have a problem with crypto exchanges starting to do this too, where it's like you have to put in your name and ID, all the ones in the United States you do, but a lot of people are using ones overseas to avoid the government knowing what their account is. Yeah, I think it's bullshit. If I'm buying a product because I believe it's going to secure my privacy, then I want that product to secure my privacy. If you're going to go back door and, and figure out a way for you to not serve the customer in the way that I thought I was going to be served, I have a problem with that. I'm no longer going to buy your product. And that's exactly. Issue. I do think I that this is like a whole setup though. I've heard other people talk about this. I do feel like all of a sudden, you know, we notice like we get, we enter recessionary times and all of a sudden crypto starts to get attacked. You start hearing all these crypto owners, all these, uh, not owners, but all these crypto, the owners of the, the, the cryptocurrencies, the coins, uh, the companies, all of a sudden they start turning up dead, getting murdered, mysterious ways is the conspiracy theory behind it. You start seeing people starting to, you know, the FTX situation, I believe is what it's called. You start seeing all these frauds and, you know, all these meme coins are getting exposed. Um, and it just seems like there's this wave now all of a sudden where cryptocurrency is starting to get demonized in any way possible. And at the same exact time, you start to see that the United States government is coming out with the Fed now program could head towards digital currency, their own digital currency. And it's just like all of a sudden, all these private corporations and private organizations that were at the forefront of cryptocurrency and leading us into that new era are all of a sudden getting attacked in a way. And it kind of seems conspiratorial too. to me that all of a sudden we're just starting to see that cryptocurrency is bad, where just a year or two ago, cryptocurrency was supposed to be the next great thing, the next great frontier. Everybody should and be it on still it. is. It's democratized finance. Because this is the thing. Right. It's getting attacked in the U.S., but in other parts of the world, they're literally like like in Singapore, China, um, China, Russia, like even those are bricks, Russia. These are like these are the new Venezuela is going to be is, is on their way to becoming one. These are the new crypto hubs. They're not attacking crypto. They're understanding this is the new system because like at the same because the crypto media plays games at the same time, they're demonizing it. Fed now is moving forward. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they're demonizing all these other countries are, are adopting Bitcoin at a massive rate. Right. All these Bitcoin scaling solutions like the Bitcoin Lightning Network, like uh, Internet Computer Protocol, they have direct Bitcoin integration. First of its kind. It's going to completely, compl- it's already doing it, completely scale Bitcoin. So all these things are coming. They're going to make it, make Bitcoin what it was originally intended to be, which was a payment system, but also a, a store of value. That should make you wonder if the American media is demonizing it, but the rest of the world is building on it. I'm going full force to full force on crypto, but may you also got to move out the country in order to get it off. You may even have to move out. You may even have to move the country because I think America's they're not going to stop because what I think they're trying to do is they're trying to demonize crypto and say, hey, here's our alternative. An alternative is a trick bag and a scam so they can have absolute control over you. You're doing something. You're speaking out against America. Think imagine like imagine uh, you speaking out against America is like, well, fuck you. We're going to whitelist your address. So now you can't buy from any store. Right now. You just fucked. Yeah. And then we're going to ban every other crypto so you can't just somehow move to Bitcoin or move to ICP or Ethereum or whatever and just pay that one. America's coming. Yeah, America heard democracy and was like, wait, what? <laughs> we shut that Hell shit down. No. <laughs> CBDCs. I'm t- but, I, you know, that's all I really got to say. I know one guy says that they're trying to scare everybody with CBDCs. They're trying to scare everybody with CBDCs, not understanding that what you really need to worry about is like all these other layer ones like Ethereum, like ICP, like... Who's to stop the government from finding out who these founders are and just saying, hey, whitelist this dude's address. We know who we're he just is. Just whitelist his address. Shit. And now he can't. Now he. Well, they can do that or they can cut <laughs> off your any way for you to make money. 
So you banned on FedNow, you banned on Ethereum, you ban every time you try, they're gonna figure out where what your next address is and just whitelist you. All these other Mark fintech the beats, companies, you got PayPal going down, you got uh, uh, Jack Dorsey yeah. has his Social situation credit. happening in Square. All of a sudden, man, all these other little organizations, they're not little, actually, the market caps are huge, but all these other major corporations and companies that are at the forefront of this wave, all of a sudden is just get, getting attacked. All this bad shit's happening and coming out of all these different types of stories. Something to think about. Stay smart. Stay woke. So, and for, listen, for those who just think crypto is some kind of joke, you're going to be surprised in the next five that you're going to be using it too. Whether you like it or not, distributed ledger technology is the future. Whether you like it or there are whole social media sites and they are being built on chain today, right now. You don't think that that's the new system? People are trans, trans, transitioning over to that. It may not be crypto as we know it today as niggas buying meme garbage tokens. But it's going to be distributed ledger technology. That's the future. Somewhere the government, it's all the all our currency is going to be on the on the ledger. It's going to happen, and it, you're seeing it. They tell you this, but then the money is still moving into the crypto institution. But that's all I got to say. Follow the money, stay woke. All right, deep cuts. Uh, I got a new song. This is a from a new album, Mine. This is a Mine and Kaytranada. The song is called "Let's Talk About It." Let's talk about it. Yeah, remember him? Yeah, didn't yeah. he make Brock? That wasn't nah, Broccoli, right? You turned me up a little. That wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. She moved to the moon, to the moon, to the beat. I'm staring at that ass when it bounced to the beat. It's too hot to smoke for that ounce in the deep. I'm a rich nigga, baby, I'm a count in my sleep. Let's talk about it. What the difference is huh. Y'all boys change up More than cats voices My diamonds A1 His A6 I'm the real McCoy Baby boy These niggas ain't shit Let's talk about it You get a kiss I get the throat Let's talk about it I'll pay stubs Ain't close Let's talk about it I'm on a plane You on hoes Let's talk about it You niggas don't want smoke Hold I'm shaking Through the pressure I'm getting top Somewhere in Oracle Bessel I do my one two step Make your bitch get wet Then try to give me The goodies like Sierra I get my chicken On the motherfucking first My daddy wanna donate Chicken to the church I wanna have our accountants have a versus i want to see in this motherfucker who's worth it she moved to the mood to the mood to the beat i'm staring at that ass when it bounced to the beat it's too hot to smoke for that ounce in the deep i'm a rich nigga baby i'm a count in my sleep let's talk about it let's talk about it let's talk about it let's talk Can't train, don't do a verse without the curse. Yeah. When I had my baby, I fucked all of the nurse. Yeah. But the my career with that work, and it was worth it. Two girls sucking dick, I had my own verse. Fat Joe, I'm about to buy both of my hoes purse. Got them bitches busting the brick down for a burp. If a bitch ain't talking, my fucking ain't got no service. I told her, hold her, bring in a friend, cause I deserve it. God damn it, big rabbit, I'm a game banger with a house, a couple million dollars. I made so many of these rappers, might have hit your mama. I told these niggas, kiss the ring, I'm the Don Dada. I just hit the homie, got a PJ flew to the Bahamas. A couple Cubans came with us, threw them in the counter. I told these niggas kiss the ring on the Don Dada The top five best alive, yo, let's talk about it Yeah, let's talk about it Let's talk about it, bitch Let's talk about it You wanna talk about it? You wanna talk about it? Well, we can talk, bitch Let's talk about it Let's talk about it Let's talk about it You wanna talk about it? You wanna talk about it? Let's talk about it You wanna talk about it?
Okay. Yeah, just a little taste. Let me get a little flavor in your ear. What you got? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm just reminiscing on Flower Boy, so I wanted to do uh, Boredom featuring uh, Rex, Rex Orange County. And I think Caliucci's not on the song, right? I don't she think is. on this one, no. Who's on this song? I know Rex Orange County. I know Rex Orange County is on the song. Uh, I know of the North. Yeah. And I'm the North, Rex Orange County.
Okay, solid. All right, y'all. Everybody, this was a fun episode. Yes, fun episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you can stay tuned. Come in next week, same time, same place, for another episode of Top Tier Podcast. Peace. Take it easy. Signing off.